0: Hello, loyal followers, and welcome to episode 48 of Law School in Brief. Uh, This is your host, Megan, and with me, I'm sure you can imagine, is my co-host, Lydia! Lydia!
1: It's been a whole week. How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. This is our... um, Tomorrow is is a holiday from school for me, and it's the last holiday we have until Thanksgiving break because they took away fall break. And who knows, whatever other holidays, we don't have them. So this is a a cherished uh, weekend, and I am enjoying it. I could be catching up on schoolwork. I'm not.
0: Just (laughs) chilling. Well, not not to be an obnoxious one-upper, but um, we had our fall break taken away as well and on top of that we had our labor day taken away so i do have school tomorrow if you can believe that yes thank you coronavirus god yeah yeah there so i don't know if wash you um if the objective of eliminating fall break was the same but at elon the idea was they didn't want people to return back to campus after the Thanksgiving holiday, but in order to cram everything into the time, like the time frame, essentially we have no breaks uh, from, from the beginning until the end. Um, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. so that's what I think they told us too, but I'm really confused about it. Cause it seems like we're still like ending at the same time. It just seems I don't, well, we're, we're also like remote. So maybe Mm. the coming back to campus thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, um, Dang. Well, before we jump into this week's episode,
0: um, I wanted to give a quick thank you to the people that actually went out of their way and took the one minute of their day to give us a rating or review. And I am going to shout out a couple folks. Uh, Special thanks to DJ Baby Girl and to Chantal for their written feedback. So Lydia and I are actually feeling, quote, pretty good right
1: now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, those unilateral contracts um, have been fulfilled. The Venmos have been sent. The offer is now revoked. So if you listen to the last episode and then now you also comment on the podcast that it's pretty good um you will not be getting fmo for a dollar that was a one week only offer yeah just got a a hot deal (laughs)
0: over here um so while the hot deal is no longer on the table we are actually still asking people to give us ratings and reviews if you can because we are just 18 away from our goal of 50 before our 50th episode so we have two more weeks yeah maybe
1: i should um maybe i should up the uh the offer maybe now it's maybe i'll venmo you a dollar 50 cents if you leave a review that includes the word great
0: Whoa, okay, we They're are officially spies. bribing people. Okay. <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> we... Now, any rating or review we get, I'm going to think it, it is motivated not by altruism um, or ge- a genuine feeling of gratitude or entertainment. It's going to be because people want a dollar and fifty cents.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll rescind. There was an offer made in just, so it's not valid.
0: Yes, yes. There was no no genuine intent. So, okay. haha, joke's on Ooh, you.
1: Close one. <laughs> close one. Oh, well. See, isn't it funny how we can just make anything law school related, even when we're bribing our listeners to talk about how great we are? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha,
0: ha. The funniest criminals in law school. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> oh, man. So, tell me... I want to hear about, I'm imagining that you have some pretty good highs seeing as you have a holiday weekend and you're two weeks into your second year of law school. What do we got?
1: I do have a really good high. Um, do we want to start with highs? Dang, we do that every time. My you're right. just no. so good that I I just remembered like, oh yeah, I should save this. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I can, I can, if we don't want to start out really negative, I can just tell you what I've been up to like this weekend or like this week. I love it. Oh no, we should usually start with highs and lows and then updates. No, I'll do, I'll do my updates now because you have your whole like first impressions of two. I'll update later. Okay, usually (laughs)
0: listeners, this is the conversation that we have off the air. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Welcome to the creative process. What I've been up to this past week, I have gotten myself into two property law. Hypos—the kind of things you might see on a final exam—but in fact, they're happening to me in real life. Uh, One is that if every if every listener remembers that I bought a car at a junk auction and that had been been lived in by raccoons, yes, (laughs) (laughs) and so it has been sitting on the street, and I've been making like small updates to it. And I went downstairs yesterday and saw a ticket on my windshield for not having a license plate. Well. I haven't received the title to the car. Now the property law is coming in Uh, from the auction site. I've called them. We're figuring it out. But I can't apply for a license plate without the title to the car to prove that it's mine. Otherwise, anyone could just get a license plate for any car that they steal. So um, do I really have to pay this freaking ticket like I'm gonna have to call them and be like here's the kind of like bureaucratic situation that I'm caught in I hate that and it does fire up that like small libertarian part of me like and I don't like fueling that part of me too much you know because it's like A negative part of me that I'm like, my personal property, like on the streets that our taxes pay for, like all this stuff. (laughs) Like, you dare to give me a ticket. Like, it's not a good part of me. I love Um, when you're filled with libertarian (laughs) rage. It's just, it's so out of character. It always catches me off guard. (laughs) Yeah, me too. And then I'm like, shake my head and like snap out of it. The other property, La Hypo, I'm in is. So this is really like what you actually might see on a hypo on a final exam. This is person who's trying to sell me a house. This was episodes and episodes ago, but I was talking about how it would be cool to like fix up a house <laughs> while I'm listening to my um law texts on audio in audio form just to have something to do with my hands like painting walls like replacing flooring i don't know just like literally something because being inside during quarantine is like very difficult to focus so like Mm. bringing that sensory like feel into it okay so this person who's trying to sell me this house apparently did not register his deed to the house so I don't know who this is or like why they think they can sell me this house but a title insurance company is like investigating it and oh. i part of me is like pissed because i'm like who do you think you like why didn't you register a deed how stupid can you be even though i literally didn't know that was a thing until i did property law um <laughs> and but most of me just thinks it's kind of funny the term for this uh, when when there's a deed that's like not registered is a wild deed, and I'm like, oh, wild deed! Like I'm in a wild deed hypo. Ha ha ha! Yeah. <laughs> and just a tip for any listeners who are at WashU, Dee um, Dee, our beloved classmate, does not enjoy being called wild deed as a nickname. I tried that a lot during property law. She did not think it was that funny, so don't try that. Um, Yeah. So those are some updates uh otherwise just like enjoying classes getting used to clinic and the type of work we're doing like um called all my clients to introduce myself and that was cool
0: what do you say when you call the clients you're like hello Lydia almost attorney at law here to serve you
1: my title is student attorney like I will actually fill out a form and submit it to the IRS like that what with the label, like I'm a student attorney representing these people under this supervising attorney? I was, totally I know things are good, but like that sounds <laughs> legit. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. I don't know if every clinic is able to do that. Like in the immigration law clinic, I was a legal intern, so that might be different, but at least for the tax clinic, yeah. You know, likening this to
0: medical school, um, if like. I'm just trying to imagine, like, if I was at the doctor's office and like some med student came in and was like, Hey, I'm gonna be your doctor today, but full disclosure, like I'm just a medical student, I'd be like, open me up, I trust you implicitly. <laughs> like, <I
1: don't>, like, <laughs> like a resident, you mean?
0: Yeah, or yeah, like someone who's like still just like learning <laughs> learning medicine. Like I because I know nothing about medicine and they know at least something i just trust them implicitly so like i'm trying to kind of like draw a parallel here like (laughs) like as a student if if i if i was not in law school and a student attorney called me i would take them just as seriously as i would take a barred licensed attorney like
1: (laughs) i think that's fine call just because there is like i don't answer any questions i always check with my supervising attorney so i'm not giving any like there's no risk I'm gonna give bad advice. The medical doctor, I'm I'm a little concerned about how willing you are to like have <laughs> your chest open up, but I do feel the same way about people in cosmetology. Is that what it's called?
0: Not cosmetology, yeah, yeah. cosmetology cool. no, yeah, Absolutely, no.
1: such a good way to get a haircut for like cheap. I'm like, yeah. look, if you mess it up, it'll grow back. It's fine, yeah. you have fun. You have fun with this nest, you know?
0: When I was in college, I almost exclusively went to the student um, cosmetology school. And like, I never get anything super fancy or involved done with my hair. Um, But I remember one time I said I just wanted to trim and I wanted to like get my hair colored. Um, Nothing crazy. You know, I'm not trying to like, I have brown hair. I wasn't trying to like bleach my hair or anything like that. But I ended up, I was kind of thinking it would take maybe two hours. And I was there for like six hours. Wow. And the, yeah. And, and the supervising um, teacher kept having to come over. And I could just, I was looking at her, her eyes through the mirror. And the look of panic, <laughs> I will never forget. Oh and I did not have to pay for this haircut. I mean, it was so bad, but... <laughs> you know it's hair it grows back you can if you get it dyed and it looks horrible you get it re-dyed no big deal yeah yeah i'm glad you did not have to pay for it yeah seriously me too um perhaps i should revisit my implicit trusting of (laughs) medical students but that's my own thing that i'm gonna have to unpack on my own time i don't know yeah
1: well, uh-huh. and then here's my holiday weekend plans. And then Ooh. maybe uh, we can do like Lowe's and then Heinz. Okay. So everyone, please wish me luck tomorrow. I have never jacked up a car, but I will be doing that tomorrow, jacking it up, putting it on jacksands. And then I'm going to replace <laughs> the struts, an axle, an upper control arm, a fender liner, and an ABS sensor. So here we go. <laughs> oh my God.
0: You know that I that I love and trust and support you, but what makes you think you can do this?
1: <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> oh my god. I've just watched so many YouTube videos. Chris Fix rules. Anyone who's like really wanting to watch something that's absolutely not law school related, just watch this dude Chris Fix. No space. Repair cars. He is such a positive presence in the world. I love him. Well I request I don't mean video. record that quickly, but um <laughs> he's great it's uh, gonna save me like, a lot of money <laughs> mm.
0: Mm. yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna need <laughs> if somebody is with you I'm gonna need them to take video of you like under the hood of this car preferably with grease stains on your cheeks like break oh, yeah
1: I yeah. will be like like sitting on the curb um just like watching me just making like I won't be under the car I'll be going in through the side like after I take off a wheel and they'll just be like making sure that I'm okay, I guess, you know, shout out to Ashlyn wild I mean, Dee- <laughs>
0: Whoa, Whoa. So sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. Well now that um, we've talked about something so, so, so unrelated to law school, which is cars. <laughs> what kind of like lows do you have going on? Um,
0: I actually, you know, I do have some lows. So Uh, My first week of law school too well started on Monday. So I'm six days into this uh, and I am doing it completely virtually, but that was optional. There are people in my class who are attending school in person. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was sort of the default. They said like you could come back, you just have to, you know, social distance, wear a mask, yada, yada, uh, but you could petition to, to do it remote. And so I petitioned like early on and they granted it. Um, and now that I've been back for a week, I can confidently say that I would guess 50% of the 2L classes is virtual. Whoa. Um, yeah, because the, the, classroom, the in-person classrooms look really sparse. And when you log on um, to, to attend class virtually, there are minimum like 40 people. Uh, who are who are online and for some of my classes I know that at least half my class has to be in this class which means Mm. it'll be about 70 people and if there are 40 people online then it's like okay there are probably about 30 in person that's it's a big big number um anyway I'm just setting this up because uh you know in the spring it was kind of miserable to be doing this virtual learning but there was this kind of like collective air of like we're all in this together we're learning as we go we're just giving each other a lot of like grace and patience and understanding um but now that we are like six months into coronavirus quarantining life looks different every day um everyone's way more jaded and calloused and Uh (laughs) the things that used to be funny it would you know like back in march you would log on to your class and it would be like ha, 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 like, could you just mute your mic? I know, like, this is all so weird. It's just crazy. Um, now it's like, hi, if you could mute your fucking mic, that would be great so I could <laughs> learn the lot. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, if even a thanks. Uh, <laughs> people's tempers are much shorter. Um, it's not cute anymore. It doesn't feel like we're <laughs> all of us together. It kind of feels like, how dare you?
1: You should know better. Yeah. Um, uh. so there's that there's that any any professor who doesn't have the class default to all mics off except for them is just doing a huge disservice to the students that's within their control same with all the meetings that we have with administration they do not mute everyone and my conspiracy theory is because (laughs) they want us students to spend time trying to figure out who's unmuted and like like tell them to turn it off and then whoever is speaking trying to tell the administrators about our student concerns there's like always accidentally someone like in the background like hey you want a burrito like and then there we just sound like disorganized and you know like that's my conspiracy theory Right, just I love everybody it. you can do that you have so the you're fact right. that you're not is a choice come on
0: you want to, you, okay. You want to talk about like things that are within people's control. Yeah. Um, I yeah. actually in one of my classes. Okay. So let me kind of, I have to lay this out a little bit. Um, I'm essentially in two different, actually, no, I'm going to say three different types of classes. So I'm in two classes that meet exclusively remotely, um, and exclusively synchronous, meaning like everybody logs on at one time and attends class at one time, right? So the professor is online, we are online, they're teaching live. You know, you can chat them and they'll answer your questions. They have on-call groups. So not everybody is always speaking, but there's a group of people each day who are expected to speak. And that works so well, I think. That's one type. Yeah. Um, The other type is we have... Uh, wow, I just totally lost my train of thought.
1: Asynchronous? Do you have any asynchronous classes?
0: I don't have any asynchronous classes. Oh, okay. Um, maybe I only have two types of classes then.
1: Hybrid then?
0: Yeah, so then there's, so then there's, there, I have one class, um, rather, sorry, I have two classes where the professor does meet in person with students um, for class, but the class session itself is being recorded yeah okay so I misspoke I have two types of classes Um, and in that second type of class half the class is online and the other half of the class is in person and so there's (laughs) okay so going back to my original point that that there are certain things that are within a professor's control in one of my two classes that is meeting in person, but is just like being broadcast for people online, the professor writes on the board for the, for the benefit of all students, but for the people that are viewing it online, the board is reversed. Like, what? yeah, like it, it reads backwards. And so you can't read it at all. Um, <laughs> not only that, but he, he either has the option of zooming in on the board So that you can read the board but when you do that you can't see him (laughs) or he can zoom out so that you can see him but then you can't read the board at all Um, and even when you're doing that option he oftentimes walks out of the frame and so and on top of that he's not actually like he turns the camera on so that the people online can watch and listen but he doesn't actually like monitor the online students activity
1: at all. So what the hell? So you got to complain. You got to complain.
0: Well, there's this part of me that's like, okay, this is kind of sick. Cause like, I'm never going to get cold called. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's this part of me that's like, do I want to blow this whistle? Because if I do, <laughs> I can't unblow it. And then maybe mm. I'm just going to get cold called incessantly. Um, but truly, I mean, the quality of this class, it, it, I don't really think, you know, the professor's doing what he can with what he has. And no, I but
1: WashU has solved a lot of those issues. Like a lot of those things are solvable. Yeah. He needs to be called out.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. I should probably
1: say something.
0: I probably should say
1: something. In and last, these, here's my caveat if this is a class where you can just kind of tell that you're, gonna kind of be teaching it to yourself anyways because of the teacher's style or the the like actual subject or whatever if you're gonna be kind of teaching it to yourself anyways then the benefit of not getting cold called on like if you learn better without that stress of like maybe being cold called could balance the skills the other way you know what that's a really good point and I and I do think that
0: so this class I'm just gonna come out and say this is my con law class and I do think that this is the type of class that I will be teaching myself using supplements more than I will.
1: Okay. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. This professor like is so smart and he's like, he knows the constitution, like the back of his hand and I can just, and he's so enthusiastic. And I think that if I were in person, I would enjoy watching him. Yeah. Um, But like, I'm, I can tell that if I'm going to have to, if I'm going to have to, do this final, which is worth a hundred percent of my grade. And it's, you know, essays, I'm going to have to be working a lot with supplements. So maybe I, maybe I don't say anything and I just hang back and watch the show.
1: Well, it kind of sounds like all your problems with it are aside from the, not being able to ask questions, but maybe the solution for that is office hours. All the other kind of issues sound like visual issues. And if the audio is still pretty good quality. And you can like learn that way. Like if you're looking down, taking notes, mostly from the audio anyways, like maybe that is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that we were able to
0: talk this out. Yeah. I I do. (laughs) I'm nodding
1: my head back and forth in a very non-committal way, but I think you can make it work. And like, this isn't your only time that you can complain about it. You can complain in a few weeks if it's just not working. Be like, yeah. Well, if, if I, I can't it, it I anymore. Know it's like a tricky time, but like I'm not learning anything. I'm getting an inferior education. Right, um, <laughs> um, Lydia, you already took con law, right? Um, technically, I did quote unquote take con. Law. Oh God! <laughs> but um, it was last semester, and it was already confusing before we went online. And then once the grades were taken away, I did kind of like enjoy the learning process but i didn't fully challenge myself to like learn all of the content it is it does not come naturally to me but it does come naturally to billy so um i guess i can't just like on air record it like offer his services but you can let me know if you have any questions and i'll maybe try to answer them and that might include asking billy
0: <laughs> very good well i have to i have to read marbury versus madison um and and, like, reinterpret the rules of it uh, for class on Tuesday. So I
1: might be hitting you up very soon. Reinterpret. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I'm not 100% clear. Um, (laughs) But I figure I'll read the case first, and
1: then I'll decide what my biggest problem is. Okay. I definitely have a lot of notes on that one. That one. That one. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, I'll just give you a hint that there's like a lot of historical context about like, like political historical context that, that might explain why he didn't bring up certain more obvious issues in his decision. What am I hearing in the background? Was there like someone a- is trying to show off by driving really like fast down the street. Mm. And I gotta say, I'm impressed. Well, wow. I was going to say,
0: can you please, wow, uh, they
1: can drive fast. Can,
0: can you please let that. Surely There's man know that, no, that <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that's my low. Just kind of like weird technology, pratfalls, pitfalls, pratfalls, not the right word. Um, <laughs> well, who, like I'm just joking. It's all a joke. No, um, it's some of this online learning is not great right now, but you know, I have until December to worry about it. Constantly, every day. So I'm
1: settling into that feeling. Milo is related, Mm -hmm. which is that um, given the online um, situation, WashU is taking away certain accommodations for disabled students. So I said last week I'm the treasurer of Disability Law Caucus. What? Yeah, we're a new group and already (laughs) um, so my classmate's Ellie and Ansley started this group. We're we're like literally like just we're like we, I I think the student bar association just voted on us becoming an actual group like in their last meeting a week ago. Already people are coming to us talking about this, the things that are happening here, and the online learning environment is being used as an excuse to take away certain accommodations. It's not great. I hate it. And I've been like, well, I, it's not me, but the board of disability law caucus, um, me included has been sending emails back and forth with the administration. It's just like, so frustrating. Um, and so I'll, I'll, I'll update you on what happens with that, but definitely something to look out for when you're, um, deciding between schools, if you're a disabled student, I will say, you know, WashU, I think, was probably doing a a better job before than they are now. And who knows what it'll be like when we go back to in-person classes. But um, this does inspire me to say, like, if you're listening to this and go to a different school and there's no, like, group that deals with, like, disability rights, you should totally start something Mm. like Disability Law Caucus. Um, Just, like, find students who care about this, who are affected by the school's policy and just like start a group because there's so much more you can do together because administration emails everyone individually, like no one wants to like disclose anything about themselves. And so there's not a lot of internal communication in a way that probably other affinity groups in school, it's easier to like come together around certain um, issues in different communities and, I know I when I was at the Rebellious Law Rearing Conference at Yale in February, the organizer of the disabled students group at Yale said it was an issue there getting folks to like join because it implied like disclosure of a disability. At one, uh-huh. we are a group of allies and disabled students. And so being a member doesn't imply anything about um whether or not you have a disability it just implies that you're a good person (laughs) because who cares about this right so we're a little bit bigger and there's that ambiguity and um i mean i just think it's telling that we not we (laughs) ellie and ansley did all the work of creating it (laughs) and then telling everyone about it um getting people to sign up um even for the executive board, it was like, you didn't have to have a disability to be on the executive board. It's just like, do you want to help out? People, like, spread the word. And then now people know to come to us and be like, look, the administration's doing this. Before this, you'd just be, like, alone. Or maybe if you knew someone else, you would talk to them. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, here we go. Like, let's do this. So, but that is, but it's still low. low. Um, but the good part of that is just, like, being a community. And yeah, coming together. My mes are related, which is that I've been really tired this week. Like, I've been taking, like, three to five-hour naps every day, like, during That's the rough. day. And so I have gotten already really behind on stuff. I got up a lot on Friday and, like, some um, yesterday, but... I was like, oh, I can't believe my energy has been sucked from just, like, sleeping and then, like, going back and forth with administration. And it's like, oh, yeah, I have schoolwork to do. But it's not a full low. It's a met because I got a COVID test just in case the fatigue was a symptom of that. And I tested negative. So I'm like, all right, I'm just tired. Like, all right, <laughs> I can deal with that. Regular old tired. And... I, this COVID test is the new, I don't know if you've heard about this because it's new. It just got approved and it was created by WashU. So maybe we have it what? for other folks, but it's a saliva test instead of uh-huh. the like, nose swab test and you get your results the next day. Hey, that's yeah. Cool. I, I had not heard of that actually. I hope you get it soon. You get access to it soon.
0: Yeah, that would be great. I mean, my last COVID test was like a month ago. So who knows? Hmm. Hmm. Do I have any Mez? Uh, No, it's just, um, it's, yeah, you know, (laughs) been been kind of an up and down week. I mean, uh, no, so I didn't like, I didn't premeditate any Mez, but I'll say that um, I I derived a lot of pleasure by Uh, Filling in my calendar in the last week, you know, getting my syllabi Mm -hmm. and putting all the deadlines in and yes, like blocking out my days. Um, So like that it feels so good to be organized, but it also feels like I like I forgot how much I really don't like being able to tell you exactly what I'm doing at a certain time for like the majority (laughs) of my waking hours. Like, while it is fun to schedule and plan, I like that kind of thing what the act of doing it when you're actually doing yeah. the thing scheduled and plan, you're like, man, uh, I feel like I have no agency or autonomy and this is happening to me. <laughs> it's, it's like this beast of my own creation. Um, but so, yeah, I guess I would say that that's a man. Um, but my highs are actually much more interesting. Okay. I think, personally. Yeah. What's up? Well, First and foremost, not law school related, I've had a great weekend. <laughs> I know that Excellent. you all have been dying to hear about my weekend. Uh-huh. Um, but it has included um, yachting, light yachting. Yachting? Um, y- yachting, oh. darling. Yes. I've heard that the difference between wow. light yachting and heavy yachting is the time of day that you go out and what you do while you're out there. Oh. Um Heavy yachting is like a lot of water sports, whereas light yachting is like snacking and floating and maybe tubing, but that's about it.
1: Oh, I was imagining a yacht.
0: Oh, no, I mean, it's all you, you get, <laughs> you are like on a yacht. You are, you're oh, on a
1: tubing behind a boat. I was imagining the tubes that you like, like sit on down a, a river. No, no, not like a lazy river thing. No, like you're like hanging on
0: for your life as you're being pulled at a rapid speed through the wakes of various Trump supporters on Blue's Lake. Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, so I, this is a complete aside. Um, But you, you know, we're in North Carolina, Greensboro, I can't really get a read if like, I just live in a liberal bubble everywhere I go, or if Greensboro is actually kind of a little more liberal. Um, but I will tell you this, we drive about 25 minutes out of town to go to this lake. And I, I cannot figure out why this would be. Maybe it's just the g- geography of it. Maybe it's where we are on the map. But every, it seemed to me that every single boat on the lake this, week, this, uh, this afternoon had at least two Trump 2020 flags flying off the back of the boat. And I'm like, was there, like, a meetup here? Like, everyone – but, like, none of these people seem – like, the boats all seemed to be, like, independent of one another. It didn't seem like they were coming together in any sort of community way. Um, but, I mean, it was like you could not, like, look in any direction without – and not a single Biden-Harris flag. So I guess I'm just wondering, like, what is it about boat ownership in North Carolina that <laughs> – that it also makes you a Trump supporting Republican. I have no idea. Mm. Um, but anyway, I mean, other than that, it was great.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, so, good. That's awesome. So, yeah, I yachting,
0: y- yachting today and, and last night I went to a yurt. It's been yachting and yurting. Yachting and yurting. <laughs> I <laughs> um, went, went to my friend Lily's Yurt. Uh, we She lives yes. on this huge plot of, it's like 37 acres of land oh, near wow. the Virginia border. It's just a dream. And we uh, watched a movie that was projected up against a barn. I mean, like, talk wow. about a point, summer wow. evening. <laughs> so great.
1: I'm obsessed with
0: that. So great. Um, so wow. that was my... watch. What, what did we watch? Oh, we watched the first hour and 20 minutes of Avatar.
1: Oh, wow. I've, but, I'm so in Avatar The Lost Airbender mode that I was like, what? But you mean, uh, like, alien avatar. Alien avatar. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, we were, like, the, the internet kind of, like, got shoddy right in the middle. And so we just uh-huh. turned it off and ended up stargazing, which was even better. Wow.
1: Appropriate.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Avatar, yeah, just feeling really connected to to Mother Gaia, wow.
1: really, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so it's none of those good things.
1: weekend. Oh my gosh, yeah,
0: great weekend. I haven't. I told myself that I was going to do schoolwork today. It's now ten four p.m. I haven't opened a <laughs> single book, um, but I think that that's good. I think that that's good. Um. Yeah. But, in my actual law school related high, which is what mm. I'm imagining people want to hear about, yeah, maybe I guess. Well. um I have two,
1: okay,
0: and the first one you already know about, so you don't have to play dumb <laughs> but, <laughs> um i so I had found out about this internship opportunity on friday, and here's here's another moment where I'm the asshole, right so <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't learn from the own, my own lessons, but I, um, you know, I hadn't been really in school mode yet. So I would get emails and I would just kind of skim them. Cause I'm like, you don't own me right now. Like it's summertime. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Like come, you know, Monday, August 31st, I am committed. I am in this. I will read every email diligently, but until then, like you're lucky if I open it. Right. So <laughs> I've been doing that with all of my emails and then our office of career services sends out an email twice weekly with just like reminders and like upcoming events and things like that. So on Friday I opened up their email and it was like apply for, you know, this internship program, the Martin Luther King jr. Internship program and I click on it and I read through the description. I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. It was all about like public, you know, there are 25 to 35 paid internship opportunities in the the state of North Carolina to work at um, legal aid of North Carolina. And I was like, This is right up my alley. Like I'm gonna put it on my to-do list to apply to this internship. And then I see that the internship deadline is September 4th. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Like that gives me a little bit of time. And then I look at the calendar and I'm like, <laughs> I know. Oh right? my God, How that's today. Happen? That is today. <laughs> oh my. So I had to put everything that was that I was planning to do that had, you know, that wasn't due on Friday or wasn't a meeting. I had to put all of it on hold. So that I could write my cover letter, get my resume together, you know, uh, get my writing sample like tip top shape. So I, I had this like usually I would send my resume to the office to the career center and say like, can you look it over or uh, my resume and my cover letter? But Mm -hmm. you know, they don't. They're not like an emergency on call service. So who do I call? I'm like Lydia. I need you to look at this cover letter, please. So we worked on it and it was due at 11. It was due by 11 59 PM on the fourth. Okay. And I sent it in at ten twenty on the fourth. And Amazing. I woke up the You're next morning
1: down to the wire like me, but I would have pushed it to like eleven fifty one or something. Oh my
0: God. No, I could never do that. <laughs> I, I was like sweating the whole night. Just like, I just needed to finish this thing. Um, but anyway, I turn it in at ten twenty. I wake up the next morning at like eight. I open up my email and I, I already had a request for an interview. I was like, I mean, so somebody, awesome. somebody so awesome. is working at 7.30 a.m. on a Saturday, I think is really the takeaway here.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like looking through the applications and like making decisions about them in such a short time frame that's hard. Right. It also that's got impressive. me thinking, I wondered if
0: there was an advantage of turning it in so late, because I'm imagining I probably was one of, if not the last applicant
1: to oh, turn so it maybe, in. Yeah, like so maybe they like, saw that first or something.
0: Yeah, like maybe my email was at the top of this person's inbox. Whoa, that's a hack. Right. I was like, I oh, like that. Sh- shit did I just like figure something out here? Is this maybe when Ah. I should be turning things in like, you know, within an hour or so before they're due? Um, I will
1: say I usually turn things in like five minutes before they're due. And it hasn't been a fail safe (laughs) way for me, but.
0: (laughs) Well, this worked out and I,
1: yeah, that's amazing.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I have this interview it's on Friday. Um, any and all good energy vibes mm, yes. um, would be appreciated. Uh, yeah, but I don't think I've ever had an interview request turn around that fast. So if anything, if this leads nowhere, this will still be a win
1: because it is like a great confidence boost. Absolutely. They're like, ooh, her? Yes, don't even need to re- f- like finish reading the cover letter. Like, she's obviously awesome. Put her in the list to interview. Boom. Right, right. It's like... what it happened. Yeah. You- <laughs> <laughs> Woo.
0: Baby, it's all coming up, Megan. (laughs) Like,
1: this is great. I'm still just imagining, like, you get this internship, your job search is done in September. Like, I don't want to jinx it, I'm knocking on wood, but like, I can just imagine that happening, and that's so cool.
0: You know what else? I mean, that is very cool, but I had this other thought that I was telling Adam, like, when I was writing this cover letter, it felt so much better than writing cover letters in my 1L year because in my 1L year especially when like you know I wasn't in like the top 10 percent of my class or anything and at that point like you you know nobody had been like appointed to like moot court or like law review hadn't been selected it's like you have literally no accolades that you can throw on a cover letter. You're just like, I am good. Like I got into law school. I don't know if you saw, but I took torts. Like, like, (laughs) Like, You have nothing to say. So now that I was sitting, when I was sitting down to write this one, it was like, Oh, this is like a, this cover letter has substance. It's not these like soft skills that I'm trying to like beef up to make look like there's something more like this is like I actually have stuff I can talk about now which feels so good and if you're a 1L listening to this know that writing cover letters doesn't get easier but you just have a little bit more to say I guess and it's just Mm. oh it is a relief I gotta tell you yeah Yeah. so great That was my, that was one of my highs. And the other one was that I got to meet with my very first 1L student in my capacity as teaching assistant. Oh, yeah. And it was so much fun. I was helping him learn uh, the, the humble art of case briefing. Look Um, at you. Look at you. I I know. Yeah, (laughs) I, yeah, I used to, what, I'm trying to like draw a parallel between myself and Mr. Miyagi, but it's not working very well. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, uh, in my attempt, so his whole thing was like, how do you find like the rule? How are you pulling the rule? And I know you and I have talked
1: about this. Yeah. Yeah. Teach me, teach me, Megan. <laughs> well, I mean, like
0: the funny thing is, you know it's like trying to explain to someone this thing that it took you so long to learn but like i i've never had to articulate it out loud mm-hmm. so in trying to explain to him how to find the rule that comes out of a case i ended up saying something to the effect of like the rule is like if you if like the current law in that jurisdiction and the facts of this case had a baby
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs>
0: And he looked at me like I was totally crazy, but um, it actually was like weirdly helpful for me. I had never had to like create that concrete kind of imagery in my head. But then when I did, I was like,
1: wow,
0: that is what the rule is.
1: (laughs) It's like
0: the bastard child (laughs) of this case and (laughs) the jurisdictional rules from precedent. Oh my goodness. Um, So that just, yeah, it, it felt good to be asked about something even remotely legal and have an answer that I felt confident in. Yeah. yeah, So I feel as though I've, I've officially graduated from a know nothing to a knows enough to explain to know nothing's what not to do.
1: (laughs) And it's good. It feels good. Yeah. And then maybe 3L will be like a no, no something knows (laughs) a lot of things. Knows. Knows
0: enough to know that she should be stressed about the bar. Oh, yikes. Let's not even. We're not even going to go there. Right. I'm not saying the B word again, at, at least for another like six months. I'm so sorry. Diploma privilege, please, before we graduate. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? I, um, what are your
1: highs? I've got a high for you. I'm here yeah. to entertain. Okay. Okay. So last week, as we signed off. I was like, I'm going to go watch Indian matchmaking and the show. On Netflix. Oh. <laughs> and you had thoughts. And then I texted you about those thoughts. I watched the entire show in a day and a half. Um, it was great. I have watched the documentary. I think it's called Meet the Patels. It's really good. I would actually recommend that to anyone who enjoyed Indian matchmaking. Cause I, I thought it was like hearing it from a person's perspective. Who's being match made. Um, um was like cool and different and um the style is really really sweet that's the only way i can describe it so i i was kind of like already familiar with like the biodata sheets and like how it, it, the arranged marriage isn't is not generally like not these days just um like you meet at the altar side unseen so i was really enjoying watching it then i finished the show like i said day and a half um, and in the group chat for the people's parody project at WashU, which also you should reach out to me if you want to start a chapter of that at your school, I, I can't tell you what to do, but I can put you in touch with the right people. Um, we filled out these like mentor mentee, like f- Google form. And someone was like, okay, who wants to help like matchmake the mentors and the mentees? I was like, oh my gosh, I just finished watching and doing matchmaking. Like I am ready to make magic happen. Like I, my matchmaking success is like, I'm, I'm getting there. One couple that I introduced, albeit by accident, is now married with two kids. Another is engaged. So I was like kind of bragging a little bit in this group chat. I was like, look, success, like I would like to have this task. So I got the task and um, I still haven't done that yet. I will do that tomorrow. (laughs) I got sidetracked because as I was bragging about my romantic matchmaking success, a couple 1Ls in the group were like honestly like I came to law school like looking forward to meeting new people including like meeting potential romantic partners and like that's something that you cannot replace on zoom oh yeah I was like yeah like I am sad about that too um that I loved watching people flirt in the hallways at our weekly bar reviews like I am suffering from not having that like drama kind of like being around that gossiping, you know, not bad gossip, just, you know, excited for people to gossip, you know? So So, I'm I'm
0: totally here for watching like all the relationship drama unfold.
1: So if you can see where this is going, I created a Google form for watch for WashU matchmaking, which is now expanded beyond WashU. This is a St. Louis grad student matchmaking form and you upload a picture, you like answer these things about you and what you want from your future partner. You list like any absolute deal breakers, like fun things about you, all this stuff. It's like kind of extensive, but I like spent hours creating it. <laughs> and then it has gone to the WashU Law School, WashU Med School, the Social Work School, the St. Louis College of Pharmacy, the Occupational Therapy grad school I'm still trying to get like the engineers and architects kind of like vibe we need I'll, I want as many people as possible because I have so far like around 40 responses and I've set up two pairs of people on dates and have floated oh people to other people like you got to get the first okay before you send it to the second person um so like I went through and like <laughs> On Saturday, I spent, like, most of my day, like, doing this, being like, hmm, this person, this person, this person, this person. Like, it is so fun. I am in awe of you yet again. This is, like, <laughs> on
0: the same level as, no, this is, like, even extra more, like, greater, grander than the time that you turned the empty locker into a shrine. Like,
1: oh, yes, I miss the shrine locker This so is much. Cr-
0: Crazy is not the right word. It's just, it's so, here. it's delightful. This is so delightful. Um, It
1: is definitely delightful for me. I am, because I am now the one that kind of, like, I, why, who am I to match people together? You know, (laughs) it's like a great responsibility and delight. The issue though, is that, and you can probably imagine that this would be the case. Meeting the up would ratio. be hard. Oh, what's that? I was going to say meeting up would be hard because of COVID. Well, one of the questions that I have on the forum is like, what social distance date do you propose for your like first date? Oh. And so when I like people up, I'm like, like, hey, this person recommended this as your date. Like, I'll let you take it from here. But that sounds like a fun thing to do, you know? Um, So at least they don't have to like have a weird, awkward, like, haha. what should we do? Uh-huh. Like, I'll just right. like Or it's a social distance type of, like, possible Mm -hmm. thing. Um, The issue right now is uh, the ratio of um, women who are seeking men to men who are seeking women is incredibly high. There's, like, I can't actually match everyone up, you know? Oh. Um, There's just so many women who filled out the form and where are the dudes guys what are you guys doing like throw yeah, my if form you
0: are, if you are a man <laughs> at Watch you you should be getting on the, this is like yeah st louis in general i am this again this is so delightful it like like i if i were a single person in in st louis i would be doing i would be taking you up on this like no questions asked
1: well, it's just funny because it's like the it's been so easy and delightful to match up queer people. It's just um straight women and straight men that I'm just like, woof, you guys are gonna have to wait a little while until I get more responses <laughs> <laughs> so like getting like straight guys to fill out this like really long form to find love is a is a stressful thing but But you know what if this just becomes a queer matchmaking service that's fine then like you have done your job you've done your civic duty that's fine um and it's just awesome uh, I included this one question that was like one of the very last questions is what small gesture are you gonna do to dote on your future partner and the the responses I've been getting are so sweet but as you can imagine a lot of straight men just left that question blank Guys, no, that's Guys. no, that is not in the spirit of this, of this service. I know. But I, I told people like all the questions are optional, except for like your name and email address and picture. So whatever. Wow. That's
0: really disappointing. Straight men. Come on, come on. <laughs> but I love it in I, for the,
1: for the picture. I said like put a flattering representative face picture and everyone has followed the directions very well and I'm just like I miss being surrounded by so many beautiful young smart people like that's one of the awesome things about being in law school it's like you're just always surrounded by like beauty you know
0: wow that is a very generous
1: generous way to put it but I'm I'm here for it (laughs) well I am looking right now at the folder and it's like Everyone's most flattering pictures, you know. So I'm just like, wow, my classmates are so beautiful. Yeah, just like
0: just like hotties with big brains. I mean, what's not to
1: love? But when you're actually there in person, it's everyone who looks like incredibly tired and they're like, Everyone's tired and wearing sweats, and they're
0: not not necessarily their best selves.
1: (laughs) Oh man. Oh Lydia. The other issue is the ratio of people who have responded that like their religion really matters to them and like they need that mirrored in their partner. And like, I haven't been able to find matches for that, it's, which yeah. is it's really rough. Um But the agnostic queer is like, I got you. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <that's my> high. <laughs> what about you? I I gave you my high. My, I like oh, multiple. Yeah, i sorry. I, I I'm, I'm- you in my mind that there was something else that I wanted to hear about from you, but it must be your first impressions of your two L classes, not your highs. Oh, Sorry,
0: no, it's it's all good. It's all good. I will keep these pretty brief um, because I try not to let the first impression be, you know, mm-hmm. okay, the thing that like sets the tone. But so I kind of gave you my rundown of Con Law. I think this yeah. is going to be the really hard one for me this trimester. It's so hard. It's so yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. Just do it. Like, Sorry, not to,
1: not to be too much of a downer.
0: No. Yeah, I know. And like, you know, I've, I've now read, um, the bill of rights and, uh, the amendments. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, Oh man, this sucks. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, I suspect I'm get, it's going to be a lot of like self-taught and a lot of trying to go to office hours, which is fine. But again, like finding extra time in my schedule right now is kind of hard. Um, so there's that. I'm also taking business associations, which I am strangely delighted by. Oh. Um, I think it's going to be the dark horse class of this trimester. I, oh. I really wasn't looking forward to it, but now that I've had four hours worth of instruction and about the same amount of reading, I think I might actually like it. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And the, instru- the instructor is, he's very much my, he, he panders to my learning style, which works.
1: Yeah. That's great. Uh,
0: Yeah. Um, and then I have my, my two like bleeding heart, like more like liberal lefty courses, which are (laughs) public interest, legal writing and addiction law and policy. And both of them Mm -hmm. have been predictably awesome thus far. Uh, In public interest legal writing, we have been reading these really dense articles about systemic racism in public schools and um, like the school to prison pipeline, which is all really heavy stuff. But it was priming us because on what would this have been on Thursday, we got our assignment for the trimester, which is going to be the whole trimester. We're working. uh, We're working up to this final memorandum to be turned in regarding our representation of a fictional seventeen year old black male public school student who has been long term suspended because of his refusal to comply with the school's grooming standards mm. um, because he won't remove his dreadlocks uh, and like they you know the assignment came completely a like, real
1: situation oh it's so real it's yeah. so real
0: um, but the assignment came you know it's like a like a mock case. Uh, file. So you have the school's grooming standards, you have, you know, these like the write ups that he's received from from not complying. Um, And the grooming standards are just, they look just like the ones that were in my high school, but it's like students must maintain a neat and clean presentation. Students must not, you know, wear or present themselves in a way that's distracting to other students. Um, And then it gave all these so vague, so vague, so vague. void for vagueness, am I right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but um yeah, so, you know, you get this, like, list of things, and it, it includes, like, different hairstyles, you know, your, your hair is supposed to be, like, natural color, you can't have, you know, spiked hair or whatever, but it never, nowhere in, in the description does it say that you can't have dreadlocks, but then, he keeps getting written up for dreadlocks and kind of like the way that the information is presented to you, it seems like there's this association with really Eurocentric ideas of like what neat and clean look like versus like what neat and clean might look like in a different community and like how these standards are so white. (laughs) And You know, anyway, so I'm looking forward to that, Uh, especially because our professor, like, actually, well, she went to Elon. she was in the third graduating class, oh wow um and then went on to work at legal aid of Greensboro for many years. Um, so she's like the That's most surprised. knowledgeable <laughs> yeah. person. <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah, and so she just has been keeping it really real with us about what to expect um when doing public interest work, and i I'm excited to tap into her as a wealth of knowledge um so I'm pumped on that class.
1: And then- I want to I wanna hear, like, have you already gotten results? Like, did all your class take an implicit bias test? Because the 1L class at you took an implicit bias test, and I have the results from that, and it is not good. Ooh, um, yeah. So we
0: all, uh, so it actually was our assignment, like, that's due on Tuesday to take the implicit bias test. Um, we, she said that we just had to take, one. So I don't know if we're going to all be able to compare our results because oh, like okay. could, like I could take one for, you know, like racial bias and someone else could take one for like size bias or gender bias. and Okay. I gotcha.
1: Yeah. Um, well, all the one else did it in orientation and they got 1% strong pro black, 5% moderate pro black, 9% slightly pro black, 14% neutral, 14% slightly pro white 29% moderate pro-white and 28% strong pro-white. Oh, Not great. <laughs> that's honey. 71% of the class that's pro-white. That's problematic. <laughs> hopefully because I was during orientation, hopefully people were like, Oh, I had no idea. Like I'll work on this crossing my fingers. So that's people's response after taking the test. Here's the hope. Yeah.
0: Um, God that's really disheartening. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little nervous to take it and I know that like, you know, the reporting on this has been like some people say that it's flawed, but I'm I'm ready and willing to to do the work. It's just oof.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um and uh where was I? Oh, okay. and yeah, my last class, addiction law and policy, um also predictably awesome. We've spent the whole first like couple classes talking about how addiction is a social construct and you know um like drug trafficking and all that and Mm. uh the whole course is built around different guest lectures by like drug drug policy people oh it's so cool because it's like it feels like we're just having enlightening conversations not like we're having to memorize things to spit them back out on a final um which yeah it's just way more my learning style so this is yeah this has been great um but so far, my, I have a few takeaways uh, from 2L. Now that I'm a whole week in, I feel like I can speak on the matter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, biggest thing that I noticed is that there's way more room to exercise your brain in ways that pertain to your specific interest. 1L felt like rote memorization, um, a lot of stress, and just breaking you in. <laughs> Now it feels like you have the framework and you can apply it out as needed, Mm. which is really nice. Um, The second big thing that I noticed is that now that I don't have to deal with the whole, like, getting to know you portion of a relationship, uh, things are a lot chiller. Like, I don't have to be like, hi, I'm Megan. I'm from Los Angeles over and over. Like, people, like, know me now. Same with yes. administrators, same with just knowing the school itself, like not having to contend with that, with all those social hurdles um, and just being able to like hunker down and get to work immediately.
1: Big difference. About that, but yeah, absolutely. You're right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm settled in. This is my favorite pa- pair of PJs. Like they're comfy. <laughs> I know them. <laughs> like, here we go. Um. And lastly, I'm just so glad that I did not quit law school (laughs) at the end of my first trimester last year. Um, Especially because, so I've been talking to 1Ls a lot in the last few weeks as um, a student mentor and as a TA. And they all just seem so like tentative still. Like they're not sure if they should be here. Kind of that feeling when you walk into a classroom and you sit down on the first day of class and you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm in the right room, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. That's (laughs) like the general vibe. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm, I remember being there and it felt like I was there for a very uncomfortable six to eight months and now I don't feel like I'm there anymore. And I'm just really, really grateful. And I want them to see that there is light at the end of the 1L tunnel. So, Wow, you um, are
1: such a voice of encouragement.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I, I hope to be. I, I wouldn't want somebody to like, walk away from a conversation with me feeling more stressed than they did when the conversation began. <laughs> yeah. You know? Which I
1: think does happen when you ask people in grades above you for advice.
0: I think so too. Sometimes, I mean
1: yeah. it's I remember getting some like or
0: getting or at least overhearing um, I to call it advice feels like a bastardization of the term advice, but it's like you would say something like, Oh, I have this professor for this class and the upper class would go like good luck, like you know, it's like that's not helpful. <laughs> Well, how about just yeah. how about like giving them some feedback that would help them? It doesn't have to be like this. The hazing of law school we could just really Ooh. do away with. I think. Yeah, yeah, agreed.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: Thanks. So that that's that's all she wrote. You know, that's my those are my impressions. These are my classes.
1: Um, we'll see if they stick. Yeah, you you seem to. We both seem to have like pretty positive first impressions, and I just I'm just gonna cross my fingers that it stays that way for our classes. Like, this is fine. We don't need our first impressions to be wrong this time. This is fine. Yeah,
0: (laughs) this is fine. We're fine. It's gonna be good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh well. Do you have anything else? Hmm. I don't. (laughs) I feel like I talked a lot before. I feel like I said all the things, maybe too much. Who knows?
0: (laughs) Well, dear listeners, do 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 us a favor, and um, make sure to send Lydia really really good vibes tomorrow as she endeavors to fix (laughs) her car. And you know, don't expend all of your energy on Monday because I'm going to need your good vibes for Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for my interview um you're walking along this journey with us and next time you hear from us Lydia will have a car that is up and running and I might have an internship
1: wow (laughs) that would be amazing
0: wouldn't it wouldn't it oh my goodness all right
1: all right bye bye oh okay goodbye good night (laughs)